Percy, I'm sure you're aware of the decreasing number of folks who are choosing not to affiliate themselves with a local church congregation. What do you say about this shift in our culture? Yeah, Wayne, I am aware of this trend, and, and it's become a topic in many forms at this point. You know, I vividly recall attending a Moody Bible Institute pastors conference. Uh, it was about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And and hearing uh, a session facilitator boldly declare to the attendees, and most of us, I was probably the youngest guy in the room. Most of the <laughs> other guys there were, you know, 60, 70 seasoned, years old. Yeah. Seasoned <laughs> pastors, okay? So with that, yeah, he he declared, you know, very boldly to them that this generation loves God but they don't love your church. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And it and it just it 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 pinned everybody back to the to their chairs and that was 12 years ago of of him basically declaring what the statistics and data was suggesting that uh this generation and generations to come basically not wanting to be affiliated with churches. And so uh I I'm not terribly surprised, but what I can say is that many of those folks desire spiritual support, particularly in times of crisis, like having cancer. And I think we should discuss this further today and perhaps offer some possible solutions to the question of what are we going to do about this phenomenon? And so we shall. Stay with us. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Pastor P. Percy McRae is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. And I'm glad that you've joined us for this conversation here today. Percy, we often have a guest join us on the program, but this week, as we sometimes do, these are thoughts that come from your own life and experience. The wisdom that God has given you from, what, 27 years of doing what you're doing? Going on my 27th year, my friend. I don't know where the time went. I really don't. (laughs) I know. You're such a young man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what they tell me, but my knees say something different, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the conversation to come here today. Uh, We have a question in our minds that we'd like to ask our listeners. Why do you think more people today are not inclined to be members of a local church? I'm sure that uh, there's some people out there who have an opinion about that. We'd mm-hmm. we'd like to hear your thoughts. Why do you think more people today are not inclined to be members of a local church? Now, we pose these questions or we pose a question each week and ask you to reply. You can do that very simply by going to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect and a little drop down box there will give you a space to type in your response. And we'd we'd really appreciate it if you would take time to do that this week. Yep. And as always, we uh, read those responses. And from time to time, we share some of those responses of questions from previous shows. And we have a response uh, of a question that was asked from someone from Orangeburg, South Carolina. I know exactly where Orangeburg is, a little small town there. And uh, the question that was asked is, how important is it for someone with cancer to avail themselves to all treatment options available? And the response was interesting. I'm from a small rural area with limited healthcare expertise. When originally diagnosed with cancer, I followed my family practitioner's referral to our local oncologist who offered me very basic treatment options with low percentage success rates. But fortunately, I had a dear friend who recommended that I travel outside of my area to seek a second 
and third opinion. I agreed to do so and was presented with genomic treatment options that proved to be very effective. I am now cancer-free. I'm certain that probably would not have been the case if I was not willing to step outside of my local community's comfort zone to be open to other options. And what's important here to me, Wayne, is that, and we talk about it here on the show all the time, is that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, seek a second and a third opinion if you are not happy with what you have received initially, because again, it's your life that mm -hmm. you're living and it's yep. your life that you're fighting for. And you have a right to do that. And thank God that this particular person did that. And congratulations on being cancer free at this yeah, point. Indeed. Thank you for replying to that question. And thank you for replying to this week's question at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, I'm going to ask you to open the scriptures for us. And then we're going to talk about uh, spiritual support for those who don't belong to a church. But first, let me remind everyone that with locations in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center, is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrated approach that combines surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Just visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, or contact a member of the team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies like spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Now, before we get into our conversation today, let me tell everyone a little hint that if you download our resource, Spiritual Support for Those Who Don't Belong to a Church, you'll get most of the notes that we're going to talk about with Percy here today. So thanks for uh, supplying that information to us, Percy. Oh, absolutely. Again, we want to make this as user-friendly as possible so that everybody can get all that they can from everything that we do and everything that we say here. Well, let's start with Scripture. Well, I'm going to do something a little different today, Wayne. I'm going to read four different little passages of Scripture to highlight a school of thought. And so just be patient with me as we read four different passages of Scripture. Okay, you got so, it. Yep, so starting first and foremost with Acts, the fifth chapter, verse 42, it reads, Every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching. Philemon, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 says, and to our beloved Apia and Acrippus, our fellow soldier, and the church in your house. Okay. And then 1 Corinthians 16, 19, the churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. All right, I see a theme developing here. <laughs> yep. And lastly, Col Colossians chapter 4, verse 15 Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphos and the church which is in his house. house. All right. <laughs> and so you picked up as, as being the astute, intelligent person that you are, my friend. <laughs> Why, you, thank you, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you picked up on a theme here. And, and I read four scriptures and New Testament scriptures I need to also point out. 
that talks about, uh, particularly with regard to the first century church uh, and movement, uh, church and 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 worship and 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 ministry basically were taking place inside of people's homes mm-hmm. more than they were in public facilities, and so. Uh, today, we're going to talk about, uh, hopefully, and help individuals who, for whatever reason, uh, are deciding to stay at home in their house and, if you will, worship God and serve God, uh, some possible ways to continue to support yourself and not be connected to a local faith community. Yeah. Well, since COVID, there's a growing number of people who simply have not returned from their homes back to a church as formal members. And many of those individuals still very much desire maintaining a relationship with God, of course. But what happens to them who experience negative challenges like enter into a cancer journey, let's say, and they desire spiritual support that maybe they received from a church in the past? Well, we, we're in a very interesting place now culturally. And again, I'm not sure if anyone really quite has their head wrapped around what and why. But, you know, uh, I grew up in the day and age, as you did, in the small community church. And then you had the, the growth of the mega church, the explosion of the mega church. And it appears that that bubble may be bursting a little bit for whatever reason. Hmm. And so, you know, let's be honest. You know, when we talk about this, Wayne, and when we look at it, uh, you're correct that, you know, the proverbial elephant in the faith community's living room right now <laughs> is, you know, you know, what, where are these folks? What are they doing? And, and, and more importantly, from where I sit, uh, how do they support themselves? And it's not just necessarily because of COVID, you know, people in some cases have lost faith in the local church and, yeah and some of its leaders for, for various different reasons. And mm-hmm. we're not going to unpack that. Not, That's not, not going to go there, right? No, we're not going there. That's not the point of the show. But many people, uh, uh, you know, still have an abiding faith and, and belief in God, but, but they're staying at home. And so uh, with that being said, uh, I'd like to read, you know, some information that has been written to kind of just give us a basis of what some observations have been about this phenomenon. Okay. First and foremost, two uh, excerpts of two articles I want to read from. According to an article written by Donnie Tuggle, published April uh, 24th, 2022, entitled, America's Church Membership is at its lowest numbers in years, polls fine. Uh, And the sub-theme is, ask Americans if they believe in God, and most will say yes, but a growing number have lost faith in organized religion. And so with that, uh, here's some excerpts from that article. Number one, it says that church membership in the United States has hit an all-time low. Uh, That's according to the latest poll from Gallup that says only 47% of Americans say they belong to a church, synagogue, mosque, or another place of worship uh, last year. Gallup's research shows a continuing decline in church membership for more than two decades among believers of all ages. Experts say that the decline in church membership is mainly due to the increasing number of Americans who express no religious preference. Over the past two decades, the number of Americans who do not identify with any religion has grown from 8% in 1998, 2000 to 13% in 2008 to 2010 and 21% over the past three years. And then there's a second, there, yeah. and there's a second article here. I want to just make sure I highlight this. And uh, it's called Church Membership in the U.S. Has Fallen Below the Majority for the First Time in Nearly a Century. Washington Post article written by Sarah Pulliam, Bailey, March 29th, uh, 2021. 
In recent years, research data has shown a seismic shift in the U.S. population away from religious institutions and towards general disaffiliation, a trend that analysts say could have major implications for politics, business, and how Americans group themselves. Experts believe these trends are not related to the pandemic, but to say the pandemic shed a brighter light on the decline. Mm -hmm. For some Americans, religious membership is seen as a relic of an older generation, said of Ryan Burge on an assistant professor of political science at Eastern Illinois University and a pastor in the American Baptist Church. And so with that, I think you get the thrust here and the theme that for a lot of different reasons that we're still trying to figure out and wrap our head around and our arms around, there is a decline in, in church membership mm-hmm. and affiliation. Yeah. So what's the goal here of this conversation? Yeah. So the goal at the end of the day, Wayne, is we're here to try to provide solutions. You're not, we're not here to be the church police. We're not here to, <laughs> to you know, to judge anyone with regard to uh, why they are or are not uh, attending church. But we want to offer some solutions of how people who still feel very much connected to God and faith, but may not be feeling connected to a local church, uh, some possible ways to find spiritual support, particularly as cancer patients. Uh, uh, while they're on their journey. And so I have three things or three possible pathways okay. of how people can support themselves. All right. Well, let's get into them right now. These, again, are summarized in the notes in the resource that we're offering right now. Again, it's called How to Support Your Faith While Not Belonging to a Church. It's available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. So just take note of that, download it, use it, and I think you'll find it to be very helpful. So let's talk mm-hmm. about it. So the first pathway that I'd like to suggest for folks who are not part of a local church, uh, but they still would like to be spiritually supported is locate cancer support groups that do not require you to be a member of their local congregation. And believe it or not, uh, one of the groups that I'd like to recommend are our Journey of Hope trained churches. Sure. You know, uh, one of the things that when when, uh, I built, along with the help of others, the uh, curriculum and the overall thrust of our journey of hope uh cancer care leadership training was that we wanted local churches to be empowered to start cancer care ministries but we encouraged them to open the doors of their church to their community and reach out to people in the neighborhood who may not be members of their church but say listen you know if you are a person with cancer uh feel free that you can receive some support from us spiritually even though you're not a member And uh, we just recently had a great experience where uh, a young lady was recommended to me. She was not a member of a local church in her community. uh, And it was our journey of hope trained. And she found out that they had a cancer care ministry and she knocked on their door and they opened their arms and loved her, supported her, prayed for her, visited her. And she said it was one of the greatest experiences that she ever had, even though she was not a member of that local congregation. And so uh, one of the things that you can do, and you can reach out to us at OurJourneyOfHope.com, and you can find out if there is an Our Journey of Hope trained church with a cancer care ministry inside of, uh, within your community, in your city or your state. We have well over 3,000 churches that have mm-hmm. been trained with this program now. So there may be someone near you, even though you're not a member of their congregation. That's a great suggestion. It really is. So again, what's that website you mentioned, Our Journey of Hope? Our Journey of Hope. 
dot com. And you can just reach out and uh, ask, you know, is there in our journey of hope church in my local community or in my city or my state that I could reach out to? And uh, we encourage you to do that, even though you're not a member of their congregation. But if not, are there other faith based support groups out there that you're aware of? There are. And so with that, um, uh, and I was going to encourage people search online uh, for Christian or faith-based support groups. And here's just a couple that I'd like to recommend that I went out and found myself. Uh, One group is called Mm hopehasarrived.com. And this is actually uh, a a, um, online faith-based cancer support group that was started by someone that we interviewed on one of our shows many, many, many years ago. And so he started his own online faith-based uh, cancer support service. It's called HopeHasArrived.com. But there's another group that I also research, and it's called TeamUpAgainstCancer.com. Mm-hmm. And again, this is all virtual. Uh, there is no requirement to be part of the membership of a local church or congregation. Uh, TeamUpAgainstCancer.com. And one of my favorites, and I forgot about uh, this gentleman from many, many years ago. He's an ex-baseball player. He and his wife, uh, Jan and Dave Dravecki, Endurance.com. Oh, I remember this story I was very gonna well. Say, yeah. I was going to say, Wayne, you're a baseball fan. Oh, and you, sure. And, you know, for those of you who don't know or remember this, Dave Dravecki was a pitcher for the, uh, um, for the Giants. And uh, he had a, a, a tumor removed out of his pitching arm, his left arm, and, you know, healed up, came back and had a, a sizable number of amount of muscle removed from his arm and uh, came back to pitch. He had made up in his mind he was a believer. He was going to come back and pitch. And uh, on his first outing, he came and his arm snapped. Oh, it was, uh, it was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. On the pitching mound. Yeah. So they've he, done so many great things since then, though, haven't they? Yep. So what he did is that he could no longer pitch, obviously. So he started, uh, he and his wife started their own uh, uh, foundation and their own online support group, and it's called Endurance.com. And it is faith-based. Uh, it is not church-based in any way. You don't have to be a member of a congregation, but you can exercise and utilize a lot of their online resources. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. So there are some things out there that people, if you're not part of a local church, you still can access to support yourself spiritually with regard to having cancer. So I'm reminded, 1 Corinthians 12, 27 says, just as a body, though one has many parts, but all of, uh, many, all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. So I'm reminded of a scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, 27, that says, just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, So it is with Christ, for we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink, even so the body is not made up of one part, but of many. I've always loved that, yeah. Yes, a great scripture, and it reminds us of the sentiment, though you may not be a member of a particular local church, there are other outlets that you can join yourself with or ingratiate with or, or receive information from that can spiritually support you on your journey. Yeah. How about some online sources? Have you discovered any of those? Yeah, and so I was going to uh, really go there, and I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, and I, I researched several, quite frankly, and one that I'm particularly very fond of because 
uh, we are building and have built a relationship with with regard to uh, health, hope, and inspiration. Uh, and it is called Abide.com. And it's one of the largest, you know, online faith-based uh, platforms. Uh, and I believe that the overall management of this is uh, from Guidepost. And of course, for those of us that are old enough to remember, you know, you used to get the guide post mm-hmm. and you can read uh, great inspirational stories and uh, of people overcoming and faith. Well, abide.com. And it's really like a meditation platform to help people sleep and relax and meditate and focus on the things of God. And you can access that. You don't have to be a member of a local church. Uh, and there's another online group called prayer.com. If you want to pray or you want to be prayed for, uh, prayer.com will help you with praying and with your prayer life, though you're not a member of a local church. And again, I'm not here to judge you for that. That's between you and God. But there are resources and avenues out there that you can access. And then how about cancer.net, uh, just to name a couple. And then I also want to remind everyone, you know, search YouTube for your favorite religious, spiritual, or gospel music options. Hmm. You can literally look up any genre or era of of gospel music, That's faith true. music yeah. that you want. Very true. It's all right there at our fingertips, isn't it? It is. It's available to you. It's available, to, you know, at any time. So, you know, if you want to listen to some oldies, if you want to listen to some modern contemporary, <laughs> you name it, it's there. You can control uh, that information. And the same is true with regard to sacred scripture readings uh, and, of course, cancer patient survival stories. You can all you can access all of that off of YouTube. And Philippians 2 and 12 helps us to be reminded about the fact that, therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, this is the Apostle Paul talking to one of the local house churches, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. And what Paul was saying, I don't have to stand there before you night morning, noon, and night for you to continue to work out your salvation, to continue to work out your relationship with God. Uh, As much as you did that in my presence, do that also in my absence. If that's the case for you, for whatever reason, continue to support and nurture yourself in your faith. And there are tons of online resources that will allow you to do that. Well, I know you have more to share with us, Percy, but again, if you find yourself in a situation where you need the support and the the prayer and the encouragement, perhaps you're going through a cancer journey yourself and you're not connected for whatever reason to a local church, um, you know, it's going to be different for different people, isn't it? We're all going to, we all need something somewhere along the line. So we have all these different options to choose from. And I, I think one of the basic messages is just get out there and find something to encourage and support you. Absolutely. Again, at the end of the day, because of the age that we live in, the age of information, and, you know, I can remember, you know, I'm old enough to remember when this day was predicted that we were going to be inundated with information and outlets of information. It turns over so fast now. It increases, you know, just tremendously every day. And so to your point, Wayne, that there is opportunity for people don't just sit at home and not access something. And again, uh, we are not here to to get into get involved with why you are not a member of a local church. Uh, we'll let you sort that out and, and continue to work through that. But there are avenues and there is access to so much information at your fingertips that you can continue to nurture and 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 water uh, your faith while you are absent from a local congregation. 
seek out that which works for you. You get to control that information. Uh, you can turn it on. You can turn it off. You can listen to it anytime that you choose. You are in control. And so don't go without uh, make sure that you access something that's available to you immediately. Okay. Well, there's another category that we really haven't kind of touched on here, and that is uh, connecting with other cancer patients directly uh, online and with social media, for example. Do you have some examples of that? Absolutely. And, and it dovetails into the last you know point that was just made here. Uh, I think and I know that one of the most powerful ways that cancer patients can can nurture and support themselves is hearing from those who have been there, done that and and had gotten a T-shirt to prove it, as I like <laughs> to say. And so there are a lot of uh, online avenues as well in hearing from other cancer survivors. And again, you don't have to know them personally, mm -hmm. uh, but you can access their stories, you can access their testimonies. And one of the groups that we wanna highlight is cancerfighters.com, okay. which is uh, uh, a group that, that has been created uh, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America where former cancer patients can, uh, you can access either talking to them directly or you can access some of their testimonies on cancerfighters.com of their stories of what they did and what they've been through. So you can kind of hear from others, but also they'll share with you kind of some of their spiritual tidbits of, of what allowed them to kind of work through their journey and, and, and get to the other side of that. Good suggestion. And then, uh, believe it or not, Facebook cancer support groups, there are plenty of them. And I went out and did some research. So I'm going to recommend just a few to you here today. There's a group called Christian Cancer Support Group on Facebook that you can join and you can access and you can interact with online. Uh, there's a group called Survive and Thrive Cancer Support Groups on Facebook. And how about Cancer Support Community hmm. on Facebook? And then lastly, uh, cancer Support Group Christ, uh, Christ Fellowship Church, all available online. You never have to darken the door of a facility if you choose not to do that. I know there are some people who are still working through church hurt, mm -hmm. things that may have happened, yep. uh, things misunderstandings, turnover, this, that, or the other. But again, don't isolate yourself and don't uh, withhold from yourself uh, resources uh, and contacts of, of groups that you may be able to be empowered by. These are just a few examples of online virtually uh, with regard to uh, uh, Facebook uh, that has groups out there that you can access uh, at once. Well, you've done a lot of the work for us here, Percy. I really yeah. appreciate it. Is there any passage of scripture that occurs to you in this category? It does. And 2 Corinthians 3, 1 and 3 basically helps us to understand this school of thought. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? Verse 2 is our operative verse. You or others like you are our letter written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. Perfect, huh? You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with the ink, but with the spirit of the living God not on tables of stone, but on tables of human hearts. And this is one of my favorite scriptures because the sentiment here is any human being who has had contact with God, had, has had, had an experience with God and has, has, has known the love of God, the faith of God, the hope of God, you are a letter. Uh, uh, one of the translations says that you are a, a living epistle, mm -hmm. that, that God has written a message on your heart and he wants to 
uh, I'm gonna use a really old analogy now. He <laughs> he wants to he wants to take you and put you in an envelope and and lick you and put a stamp on you and mail you an to somebody. Envelope, a stamp, what's uh, that? Envelope. Yeah, what is that? Right, uh, a text. He wants to text you to someone. Access all of this online information. These are people who God has written His message of hope and love and encouragement on their hearts. And when you hear their testimony you can be strengthened and encouraged because they become messengers of faith, messengers of hope, and messengers of encouragement. They are letters written on our hearts, known and read by you. And that's what you can access today. And again, we pray that at some point you may be able to find a local church that works for you. Uh, everything is not for everyone. We understand that. But in the meantime, there are resources and there are avenues that can continue to fuel your faith and continue to strengthen you spiritually. And we want you to access that and be in contact with that today, particularly as you walk through a journey of cancer. Well, I'm so glad the Lord laid this topic on your heart today. This has been very helpful. And again, I will remind everyone listening that if you did or if you didn't take notes, you can <laughs> download most of this information directly from our resource, which is available right now at our website, How to Support Your Faith While Not not belonging to a church. Percy has put this together for our benefit, so let's take advantage of it. Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com to download this resource. All right, in conclusion, Pastor P, what would you say? So in closing, let me say this, and I, and I want you to hear my heart today. Uh, we have enough judgment and we have enough condemnation in our current public square to go around and and that's not what this platform is here to do. We're here to encourage people and love you. Again, we're here to provide health, hope, and inspiration to you. I understand the sensitivity and concern by many around the topic of church membership or lack thereof. I really do. Uh, but according to the two articles cited, the bottom line here is there are those who have decided not to engage with the local church, but who sincerely love God and desire spiritual support, particularly when facing trials and hardships, such as a cancer diagnosis. Yeah. I am reminded, Wayne, and hopefully you will be as well, of the thief on the cross, you remember this story, mm -hmm. who asked Jesus to remember him when he entered into his kingdom. And without hesitation, without hesitation, our Bible tells us that Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. The Bible never told us anything else about this gentleman, but other than the fact that he was a thief. It didn't say that he belonged to the synagogue. It didn't say that he uh, followed any of the rituals and the traditions of the Jewish faith of the day. He just simply said, listen, Lord, remember me when you go into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. And so I want to encourage everyone today. We at Health, Hope and Inspiration are committed to the cancer community and are standing with you, supporting you, and loving you no matter your lack of participation with the local church community. Besides, you are already a member of a group. Unfortunately, it's the cancer community. Therefore, be encouraged and be strengthened today in your most holy faith, whether you are at work or at church or at your home. Every day in the temple, and from house to house, Acts 5.42 says, they did not cease teaching and preaching. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Percy McCray is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. 
and he's been our helper here today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, you always leave us with one thing we need to do before we gather together next time, and that one thing is... No matter where you are, whether you're at a local church, whether you're at your home, whether you're out in your backyard, we have to continue to develop spiritually and nurture our spiritual well-being. And so we have work to do. So please keep chopping the wood. And until the next time, we love you. God bless. Thank you for listening, for joining us for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.